Welcome to the newest installment of The Voice Speaks. I am Olufemi Nathan Alshako, Executive Director of Eternal Crown Ministries and host of this podcast. In keeping with the study of David's life, we're picking back up in 1 Samuel chapter 30. Now, last week I said I thought that this week would close it out, but it doesn't quite look like it. So that's why I didn't make that definitive statement because I just didn't know. Today, though, we'll be talking about the big payback. And I'm going to walk through verses 16 through 20 of 1 Samuel 30 for this installment. So if you want to pull out your Bibles and read along, feel free to. Again, that's 1 Samuel chapter 30, verses 16 through 20. And if you want to pause me for a moment to go grab that, you can do that. And then when you unpause, we will get into everything. David and his men, just as a recap, found the Egyptian left for dead uh, in our last uh, installment. We spoke about that. They nursed him back to health. They asked him if he could lead them down. He said, yes, just don't kill me and don't give me back to my mask. So verse 16 says, he led David down. And there they were scattered over the countryside, eating, drinking, and reveling because of the great amount of plunder they had taken from the land of the Philistines and from Judah. Does this sound familiar? The Amalekites were celebrating just like Nabal did after he told David to go kick rocks. He wasn't going to give him and his people anything. He threw this big party. He just having himself a good old grand time. And just like Nabal, the Amalekites paid no attention to who they crossed. Yeah, they had a lot of wealth. And they were finally at home and decided it's time to celebrate. And when you have successful things, you know, you do celebrate. But you never arrive. You must stay vigilant at all times. And this is for everyone. As long as you live on this earth, you must stay vigilant. You have not arrived and you can't arrive until you are with Jesus. Until that happens, you need to keep fighting. You need to keep your eyes open. Not saying don't celebrate, but make sure that you don't give so much focus to the celebration that you get blindsided by the enemy. What they were celebrating, the Amalekites, all that stuff that they were celebrating about will soon to be gone. Not only would it be lost, but most of the lives of the people that were celebrating would be lost as well. It makes me think of the parable of the man who tore down his barns because he had such a great harvest of grain. And he was like, my barns aren't big enough. Let me tear these down and build bigger ones so I can keep all of this and I can sit back and kick my feet up and relax and, and say, take your rest. You have more than enough that you don't need anything for the rest of your life. And the end of that was 
your life will be called for tonight. You just don't know how long you have. And I'm not saying not to get stuff because we need stuff to live. But you don't know when the end is going to be. Uh, like that man, they would just kick back and relax, probably with thinking, man, I got all these slaves. I can just mate with them or, or uh, have them mate it, and I'll have even more slaves. Look at all these animals I got. I can keep breeding them and get more and more and sell them. We're set. We are set for life. But you don't know when life is up. You just don't know, which is why it's important to seek the face of God and not just the hand of God and be focused on him versus what he's done or provided for let's continue first samuel chapter 30 verse 17 says david fought them from dusk until evening of the next day and none of them got away except 400 young men who rolled off on camels and fled for all the pain and suffering the Amalekites put David and his men through, they let them have it. They tried to do what Saul was supposed to do and kill every single Amalekite that was living. They fought them for almost 24 hours. Now, I'm not sure how many men were a part of that raiding band, but we know that 400 young men uh, got away on camels. And that number, 400, is interesting because that's the same number of men that David brought with him to fight against the Amalekites. That just stuck out to me. It was really interesting. I'm not sure what it means, but it is very intriguing. I did some research, but I wasn't able to find uh, much to connect the dots on that but I don't believe that there are any uh, not consequences but coincidences in God alright let's uh, keep reading 1 Samuel chapter 30 verses 18 through 20 reads as follows David recovered everything the Amalekites had taken including his two wives nothing was missing young or old boy or girl plunder or anything else they had taken David brought everything back he took all the flocks and herds and his men drove them ahead of the other livestock saying this is David's plunder everything that was taken David and his men got back no one was lost Remember that the Egyptian slave that led them into a camp was left out in the field to die because of being ill. None of the people that the Amalekites had taken fell ill and died along the way. None of them suffered, you know, anything. They got everybody and every single thing that the Amalekites had taken back with interest. David started off this chapter weeping to exhaustion because his wives, possessions, and the wives and possessions of his men were all gone. The beginning is only part of the story. He 
because they recovered all at the end. Don't get stuck in your current situation. Don't get so wrapped up in where you are right now. Follow God all the way to the end. Let's go back a couple um, verses within this. David prayed around verse 7 or 8 of this chapter and asked God, if we go, will we recover? He said, yes, go, you will recover. The beginning was hard. The journey was hard. He had to leave 200 men uh, at the Brook Beor before going. But the end, they got it all back and some. You've got to go all the way to the end. You've got to hold on to what God has told you, no matter how bleak and how desolate things may look. Proverbs chapter 13 verse 22 says a good person leaves an inheritance for their children's children but a sinner's wealth is stored up for the righteous all the Amalekites acquired was not for them it was for David and his men remember they were happy about not only what they took from Judah but what they took from the Philistines and David came into the possession of all that so whatever other lands within Philistia that they raided that stuff was David's whatever things they took from other lands in and around Judah that stuff was David's yeah he had to suffer yes his people had to suffer but the suffering was a setup for the blessing that God wanted to give them he is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we can ask or think according to the power that works in us. Your pain has a purpose. And he promised in his word that he would work all things together for good to those who love him and are called according to his purpose. Have you lost some things? Yes. Have you endured pain? Yes. Will you endure more pain and suffering and loss in the future? Yes. As long as we live, we're going to have trouble. But God knows how to bless us. And not just when we get to heaven, but he knows how to take care of us here on earth as well. So, Selah, pause, and think about this. Next week, we'll talk about what David did with all of the bounty that he got when he went to go and recover what was taken. Until then, God bless and keep it together.